Hi all, I'm Harrison Boilu. Thanks for streaming this episode of what I'm calling the COVID Conversations. Please do let me know if you have any better suggestions for titles. Um, basically, it's just sort of a, a journal uh, as we're all going through this time at the moment with the uh, coronavirus. Uh, and I just thought I'd speak to friends across the world and find out what situations they're currently in. Um, yeah, as I said, it's quite a strange time. I might be the only one who ends up listening to these, but if you are streaming, thanks. And I hope you find them interesting. Also, if you're watching the YouTube version of these, thank you to Greg Fadden for doing the little doodle at the beginning. Uh, you can check his other designs out at gregfadden.com. And also thank you to everyone who's currently working in healthcare around the world. So without much further ado, I'll get on with the conversation. Okay, happy Monday, everyone. You probably don't know that it's Monday because every day is sort of blurring into one at the moment. Um, I hope you had a nice weekend, uh, whatever you did. I'm guessing uh, staying indoors mostly. Uh, today is a conversation with a friend of mine, Mickey Ald, who lives in Brisbane, Australia. Uh, I met her when we both worked at a restaurant together um, in London called Polpo, uh, Kingly Street, Soho, um, many years ago. Um, and since she's moved back to Australia and uh, she now owns a hair salon and sort of creative space, she only uses Australian owned and made products. Uh, and she's created a sort of community with like minded creatives in Brisbane. Um, and just focusing on the creative movement. As a business owner, I thought I'd speak to her and see how the coronavirus has affected her business uh, and obviously the Brisbane community and Australia in general. And yeah, speak to the other side of the world and see how things are out there. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Mickey Ord. Yeah, it's really strange. All the pubs, all the restaurants, everything's closed. I guess it's a similar story yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. All the pubs are closed, all the restaurants. Like they're doing um, like Uber Eats and stuff. Yeah, sure. But you know that's it and yeah it's, it's really strange it's just a bit like a ghost town um yeah. it's really peculiar just being in a city and it all being closed down i just wish i was out in the bush somewhere at the moment i, I think because you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't feel it as much out there so <laughs> no yeah you used to the isolation strange. out there yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this is it's it's really odd but um Hopefully, I don't know, we can get on top of it and things can change sooner rather than later, but it's just so yeah. unpredictable, isn't so it? So I was just kind of saying that we met, obviously, <clears throat> when we worked, when you worked in London, we both worked in a restaurant together mm. for a short period. Um, yeah, and I think I bumped into you once or twice since uh, leaving, but then you moved back to, a, you, you're in Brisbane, right? Yeah, yeah, back in Brisbane. Nice, and so you have you've started up a little. Um, well, you call it a creative space, but it's you. Do you want to ex- probably explain better than I can? Yeah, that's all right. So I have a, a hair salon, mm-hmm. um, and it's like a multifunctional creative space. So I wanted to explore more with that um, this year, but given the circumstances, it's actually <laughs> just closed, and hopefully we'll be back soon. But. Yeah, it's a hair salon. It's like a big lofty warehouse. Sorry, my dog's barking. Um, And we have like yoga events or women's circles and crafts, workshops and art stuff. And yeah, a lot of different sort of stuff going on. So it's a real kind of hub for creators in Brisbane, which Mm -hmm. is really, really cool. So it feels very strange not having it. Yeah, and I can imagine that kind of thing is ironically would be really good right now, you know, for mental health and just yoga and you know, keep keeping creative, everything like that would. Uh, is kind yeah. of what people are, people are trying to do whilst they're sort of locked away at the moment, you know. 
definitely. Yeah, it's really strange because like hair salons are still able to operate yeah, at the just, moment. I was just reading that on BBC <clears throat> News. It says uh, Australia reverses the 30-minute hair appointment rule. Mm. <laughs> so I was going to ask you what the, what was going on there because hair salons here are completely yeah, it, closed. It, they are, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they should be here and it's just ridiculous. Um, so I decided to close anyway because when they announced the 30-minute rule i i mean you know we we're kind of expecting it anyway and i'd sort of done things to structure um the business so i could close that could happen you know whenever it needed to happen and it was inevitable you know that we we're kind of going that way mm-hmm. but it was hard because yeah that they said you know you've only got 30 minutes with people um obviously we can't do our work in in 30 minutes it's only enough time for a um, male politician to get a haircut oh, i guess yeah um, and, and do you do so guys and girls? Just, um, it's mostly women, but yeah, we okay. we do do some guys definitely. But I, um, I assume trying I to guess, get a lady's haircut done in thirty minutes is is pretty tough. Yeah, well, we we um do a lot of color. That's kind of what we specialize in. So we need like three or four hours with people. There's just absolutely no way that we can do uh, our work in a thirty minute time frame. It's yeah. just completely impossible. So it yeah, it was hard because. We kind of, you know, we did a massive day. I think that was a Wednesday. Um, we did a huge day, all stayed back later, just trying to smash out as many clients as we could in that time. And then to wake up on the Thursday and hear that the everything had been reversed, it was just so stressful because, you know, it's also when I go to my landlord and I want to argue that, you know, we're not trading at the moment and we can't. And he says, oh, well, but you're still allowed to be open. Like they've reversed the laws. And it's like, but I don't want to put myself at risk of that. Plus, like, really? I don't want to be basically like an incubator for this crap. So Exactly. And <laughs> you have staff to look close. after as well. And... Yeah. So 100%. the landlord just doesn't get it, right? Well, yeah. It's, he just said like, oh, you know, pay what you can, but you're, like it'll all be owed. Um, down the track, which, you know, doesn't help me out because that's just going to bank up. And, yeah, it's, it's a bit stressful, but, um, you know, just trying to do as much as I can to ensure that we can just get through this really tough period and then be able to come back. So we're kind of, of waiting. I don't know what the situation is in London, like with rent, yeah. um, but I think that's something that people are really kind of getting frustrated with at the moment. But obviously, it's a domino effect. Completely, um, yeah. Well, I think you made the right decision because I think your staff would just be there and the head wouldn't be in the job anyway. I mean, you'd you'd just be stressed and scared. Um, Oh, 100%. So I'm I'm guessing the hair salons that are open, they're all wearing masks and trying to keep their distance as much as they can. Yeah, I I don't know, to be honest. Like a lot from, I mean, I'm obviously connected to a lot of salons and, and with social media, talk to a lot of business owners, not only Australia-wide, but, you know, worldwide. And it's been really cool to kind of have each other for mm-hmm. support. Um, but most of the people that I know quite well that have businesses have chosen to close. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of measures people are going to to ensure, you know, the, the safety of themselves yeah, exactly. and their staff. So I don't know if they've got gloves or, like, masks on or, or what, but I mean, you're in contact, like you're touching people. It just is so ridiculous that we're still open. Like hair is not an essential service. I Definitely think, not. You know, I myself get my hair done once a year. Like <laughs> it's really not a big deal. So, um, 
Well, you can stay yeah, up on the, stay up on the social media while while this is going on and doing all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a really great time to just innovate and to definitely. and to start creating. Um, yeah, I mean, thing, everything's going digital as well. So completely, yeah. It's a good time to put energy into that. That's what everyone's been saying. Like newfound talents, people learning guitar or uh, painting. Or something yeah, like it's, a, it's a good time to learn yeah. something. Oh, totally. I like, I have a guitar that my mom gave me when I was 10 years old and I'm really crap at it, but I never like practiced enough and now I've just got nothing to do. So oh, I can beautiful. actually like do a bunch of songs and go. it's just really fun. Guitar so and pizza. I'm quite enjoying the slowdown. <laughs> I know, guitar and pizza. Yeah. Okay. My housemates want Ronan Keating, so <laughs> <laughs> I haven't learned that one. But <laughs> we'll see. There we go. So, um, yeah. so what's the name of your business? Sorry. It's just Mickey Old Hairdressing. Mickey Old Hairdressing, okay. Yeah. Um, And I was going to ask, kind of following on to one of my questions, is what the government support is for businesses like yours? Yeah, so, I mean, things are changing all of the time and every day there's new stuff kind of coming out, like bunches of, you know, different stimulus packages. Um, It was so hard because when I made the decision to close, I laid off my staff and because I couldn't give them notice, I paid out, you know, lieu of notice. So it ended up being massive cost for me oh, to do course, that. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't until like a few days ago that they announced a stimulus package to keep people in jobs. So the government will basically cover $1,500 a fortnight um, of wages to keep people working. Um, but obviously, like, we need to front that cost. Yeah, sure. Up front, um, and you know you've got super and and tax and all of that, and then they reimburse that. You just need to keep lodging, um, I guess, your earnings for each month, so they can track. And you have to have at least like a thirty percent drop a drop in revenue to be eligible for it. But I mean, it's good because I'm because I'm set up as a company. I'm an employee within my company, so I'm going to be eligible for that, which definitely alleviates a lot oh, of stress. Great. I've only got one girl, one of my staff has decided to stay on because all the others um, just went to Centrelink. So they're basically getting, I think, $1,100 a fortnight for the job seeker Oh, wow. Um, payment. not too bad. Yeah. No, it, it is good. I feel like they're doing a lot. Like, God, I do not um, sympathize with his position. <laughs> it would be mm. so stressful, but I feel like, they're doing a lot of good things to ensure that people are okay. Right. I guess what some people are feeling, like I was talking to my housemate about it. Um, she works in a coffee shop and some of her hours are getting cut. So she is kind of of the mentality like, well, if my hours are going to get cut anyway, like I'd rather just go on Centrelink and, you know, then I can do yeah. whatever I want to do or use this time for me instead of going into work. And that's where it's really going to kind of, fuck businesses I guess because it's yeah I don't don't know because it's it's pretty close to the same amount but I guess the difference is that there's going to be job security at the end of the day when things turn around so yeah 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 yeah. well yeah I just gotta hope that these governments you know they get on it quite quickly that was the thing over here was they they announced it but then it's it's been days and days and I think it was a couple of weeks and people were like okay you've, you've said these great things but we actually need the cash now yeah. So what's happening over there with rent and mortgages and stuff? Um, so, uh, yeah, the mortgages, uh, you can, 
obviously they're saying talk to your bank. Um, but yeah. uh, they can you can delay mortgage payments. Um, but the government's announced uh, whether you're self-employed or um, employed, eighty um, percent of your salary will be paid. And they're kind right. of, and they're kind of hoping that the twenty up to two thousand five hundred pounds a month. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're kind of hoping that the businesses they haven't said it, but you know we'll pay the other twenty percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, so yeah, it's 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 kind of worked out, but you know who knows how long they can afford to keep doing that for. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, people are stressed because um, yeah, they kind of need the cash now. You got to pay rent now and. Um, I don't, <clears throat> some people I've spoken to, you know, landlords aren't seeing the, aren't being too fair on this. Yeah, totally. Uh, I uh, mean, there's good, you know, there's going to be people, there's landlords and they've got families to feed and, and, you know, but then there's other landlords that I think they're probably doing okay. And they're probably doing okay. Have, and, you know, uh, cash in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I think we just got to try and help each other out during this situation. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. If you do work in a coffee shop or something like that, and you live in central London, you need and you need to pay your rent. It's uh, you need the kind of yeah. money right up straight away. Yeah, totally. So stressful. My gosh. And I guess it's just it's the holes in a capitalist framework, isn't it? Because it's like yeah, <laughs> once money kind of stops, it just it all crumbles. So that's it's, it. um, it's um, no one predicted something like this happening, and no, certainly not to shut. You know, we've had obviously outbreaks before, but nothing's been shut down. Yeah, um, no, totally. It's pretty scary. It will work out in the end. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, it's not sparing anyone. It's happening to everyone. So yeah. I think it is going to bring people together and um, people are going to learn a lot from this. We've been so privileged. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been pretty untouched <laughs> and we've had it pretty easy. So is, is it's Brisbane, just going to make people more resilient. Is Brisbane like a relatively cheaper town to live in or yeah yeah, yeah. definitely out okay. of all the capital cities um yeah because I, I spent a few months in sydney and affordable. i found it pretty expensive sydney's very expensive yeah I, mean, I guess relative um, to london but when i was traveling at the time i didn't have too much cash i was like yeah 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 no it's yeah it it is really expensive i think brisbane i i wouldn't know how much you know cheaper but for what you know i get like a, i have a really nice queenslander house in West End, which is a beautiful, like, inner city suburb. Oh, wow. And um, for what I pay, like, my friends down in Sydney might get, like, a small little crappy room in, like, a massive share house and, and yeah. you know, in, in not such a great suburb. So you get a better quality of life here. Oh, nice. That's why I decided to come back. Um, beautiful. I was just sick of toughing it out, I think. It's a creative town. and I mean, it's growing because I think, people realize that if no one stays to create it, then Brisbane will never have it. People, yeah. creatives in Brisbane definitely move overseas or they go to the likes of Sydney or Melbourne. Yeah, because um, Melbourne's famously and, like you know, an arty town, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, kind of the cultural hub of, of Australia. But, um, you know, and that was my mentality when I went to London. Like, I just felt so creatively stultified I guess and just like mm. so bored and, and a bit depressed because there was just nothing happening here um so that's why I had to leave and then I think I just realized like well if no one 
stays and yeah. does this, then it's never going to happen. And there's exactly. so much opportunity here because you can be, you know, a small fish in a, in a big ocean or you can kind of go where things haven't hit yet and you can be part of that movement. Perfect. So it's been really cool. And to help the people, you know, like when you're in that mindset of like, I should go to London and, you know, the people totally. are thinking at your age now, back then. Yeah, totally. Um, and I, I think it is changing because people um, always, you know, gave Brisbane quite a bit of crap and I was def- I'm definitely guilty of having done that in the past but yeah. um, I think people are coming back from you know Melbourne or they're choosing to stay here so it's really nice I think there's just been a bit of a shift like I think people do just want easier living and you know, fresh air and the sunshine Completely. and um, you know so well, I miss that living in England in London <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I've been thinking of London and it's like, God, if I was there while this was going on, I think I'd be going mental. Like, I love it so much, but I just feel so yeah. sad. Well, that's the thing. So we, I moved down to South London now. We live in like zone six or something. Um, but what's yeah. the beautiful of that is like there's loads of parks around us and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it's the same here. Um, yeah. Yeah, in a city. Like there's heaps of parks around West End and I think people are getting a bit better, but people are still having picnics or going down there and having barbecues on the river and mm. and playing games, you know, with heaps of kids. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> everyone just needs to socially distance or just go home. So I think they're getting a lot stricter and they need to. Like my dad was saying he went to a market um, the other day and there were just people everywhere and no one was policing it. So it yeah. just seems ridiculous. Um but, yeah, I don't know. There's areas just outside of Brisbane with bushwalks, and I'll just drive out there sometimes. Oh, beautiful. no one around. So. Oh, at least you have that, yeah. It's lovely. Beautiful. Yeah. So, I mean, how many, is there a few cases in Brisbane or? Yeah, so, I mean, Queensland's quite low. Apparently, Sunshine Coast is where there are the most cases. I oh, really? don't know the exact numbers, but um, we're, we're definitely lower. I think New South Wales is the worst state I think that's probably because you know it was Sydney as well and the port Um, so yeah I I don't think it's as bad here but to be honest I've just stopped looking at the news yeah I think so I just couldn't handle it so I um I have a friend who works in current affairs and I'll just check in with him I'm like right you need to tell me the important stuff but I like I actually just don't want to fill my psyche with all this stuff because it's it's too heavy it's, it's crazy. too much it's everywhere you know you turn your phone on turn your tv we were watching like a um comedy film last night on like channel four and i kind of like yeah. just forgot about you know while we we're watching it took my mind away from what was going on outside but then yeah during the advert break it was like a news bulletin coronavirus kills it's like it's just <sighs> brought me right yeah. back down you know you just can't yeah, escape totally. it totally yeah um, and i think people are starting to feel like that now yeah so the news needs to be, because that's, I think people have been sharing the, the amount of people that have uh, gotten over the virus as well. Um, yeah, 100% they need to be showing the good news. I've been looking, like trying to check in with what's happening in Germany, because I think yeah, they seem they're to be doing the leaders quite well. With, um, especially with testing. Um, yeah. Actually, I've got a friend in Germany and she, uh, I wanted to get her to do a little thing um, to speak to me and she's ill at the moment, but... Um, she was like, don't worry, it's not coronavirus. I got tested like straight away. And I was just <laughs> yeah, so right. great that I was, that she said that. And I was like, if I 
if I came down with a cold today, like they wouldn't test me. No, it's the same here. I was sick last week and I called through, um, but I wasn't high risk and there's just not enough testing kits here. That's it, exactly. But yeah, you've got to keep positive-minded and, uh, you know, we'll get through it. Just it's a bit of a strange time at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's really strange. I guess it's just like, you know, because we don't know how long this is going to last for and and we don't know what it's going to look like. So that's what's um, concerning. But all we can do is, yeah, try and keep a positive mentality and, you know, work on that daily and just do little things, you know, because you do – you lose your routine. That's been something for oh, me that yeah. I've just struggled with. Um, but just trying to get back to that. And I think a lot of beauty can come from it. I think it can be a really good lesson and will open up a lot of new doors. And yeah, it'll, it'll be great um, in the long run for people, I think. Whatever will be the new normal, if there is a new normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, completely. I'm, not, I'm trying not to stay in my PJs all day and, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so hard. I've been doing um, tutorials for our social media where I'm create like recreating the looks of iconic women throughout history just to like have something to do, one. Oh, that's great. Um, Sounds, yeah. And it's just kind of getting me to get up and, and to get dressed up. And I probably look nicer than I did generally. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit strange. <laughs> but you're, you're safe and well and you're fine. You, you've... Yeah. yeah family's yeah. all okay and yeah family's all good um my my grandfather is quite unwell but he goes 100 miles an hour like he's just a typical country man oh, and okay. he still works like on a race course every morning and he's still darting around everywhere and my dad said oh, wow. he went to see him the other day and was like you can't leave the house and he's like no I've got this hand sanitizer and dad was like you know show it to me and it was just this tub of like hand cream yeah and I was like this is not like I just don't think you know <laughs> he's getting it <laughs> um he's also pretty untouchable I don't think anything could ever get to him so virus isn't gonna yeah. stop them no I was joking that I see more old people walking past my house than anyone else you know and <laughs> yeah. and they probably just don't fear things anymore no, I don't know well, you yeah. probably just reach a point where you're like oh well stuff it's been through worse like, well, that's the thing. I guess so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go depending how old you are you're like oh, well, i'm not gonna spend the you know this part of my life staying quarantine i want to get out there and yeah carry on totally yeah have a cup of tea no, it'll be okay it's... yeah totally no i think <laughs> it's, it's the same same here well good to hear but... they're all okay everyone's safe and well yeah yeah um i was gonna say like um, what about supermarkets what what is there any items you can't get or is that all calmed down now I think there's a video come out of Australia about two women fighting on the loo roll. <laughs> yeah, it was, was really great. entertaining for a while there. Um, the, the pasta shelf is still quite empty, um, but uh, yeah, I I think it's fine. People really freaked out in in the beginning there. Like I just hadn't gone grocery shopping for two weeks, so I just had to go to the store <laughs> to get food. And I was kind of going around with a trolley and was like, oh, I hope people aren't looking at me like thinking I'm panic buying. Like I'm, I'm not. I just haven't done my groceries. But when I went and did that, it was like at the height of all that and people were just mad. Mm. There were people everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that that's kind of calmed down a little bit. Yeah. But I actually, I had to um, go into a complex, I think it was yesterday or the day before, 
and a man was like going in before me into the car park downstairs and he actually had like a squirt a bottle of I imagine some sort of disinfectant and he's actually like pressed the button to get the ticket out with the nozzle of the spray bottle and then like takes the ticket and then just like sprayed this ticket machine. It was so funny. I was just <laughs> like, I just need to, to follow the guy in the Corolla because nothing's getting near him. That's the thing. So, I see a lot more people wearing gloves now over here as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, no handshaking. I think the fist bump or the elbows is going to be the new normal. Yeah. Yeah. My, my dad's really getting into that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey, thank you so much for your time. And it's I'd okay, love to keep in touch. You. Like you said, I know we're on yes. the other side of the world, but if I'm ever your way as well, I'll uh, I'll reach out. and. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, if you're ever in sunny Queensland. There we go. And um, I'll let you know when I'm in London for sure. But thanks so much for having me. It was great to No start. worries, thanks for talking. It's, uh, it's good because I've got loads of friends in Europe that I've spoken to, but then I kind of wanted to speak to friends sort of further out. Yeah, of course. Because obviously the news, totally only focus, the news only focuses on, like, you know, when I turn the TV on, it's all about London. So I'm kind of... Exactly. As well as catching up with old friends, I wanted to see what the situation was like where they are. Um, so yeah, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm speaking to a friend in California tonight. Um, awesome. Yeah, and uh, South Korea. So it's it's been it's been good. Cool. I don't know how long I'm going to carry it on for, but um, it's keeping me occupied at the moment, so... Yeah, that's good. No, it's such an incredible idea. I think it's really, really cool. And it's just so great that it's, you know, this is kind of bringing people together again. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So, oh, yeah. Well, cheers. Yeah. yeah, I'll keep going. And, yeah, uh, yeah, keep doing it. Enjoy um, pizza night. L- thank you. I will. Uh, and let me know whenever you have this up and running and I'll jump on and listen. I do. I'll, I'll send you a link. <laughs> I should have asked you to uh, cool. sing, sing a Ronan Keaton song down there. I'll, I'll uh, oh, God. spare you the embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> that can be episode two. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Thank cool. you so All much. All right. For your well, time. have a great day. Thank you. And you. See you later. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.